All right. Second Samuel, a familiar passage, <clears throat> very familiar passage. I'm just going to deal with verse one to introduce it. And, and we're going to stay here for about two weeks, uh, uh, two weeks. And then I'm going to go into the next chapter uh, and I'll, I'll show you what happened as a result of this relationship. Amen. Um, let's look at it. Tell your neighbor blind spots. All right. Last week I talked about what? I didn't see it. All right. Here we go. Verse one. Then it happened in the spring. Tell your neighbor things happen in the spring. At the time when kings go out to battle. Amen. That David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel. And they destroyed the sons of Ammon and beseeched Rabbah. But David stayed at Jerusalem. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I did see it coming. Blind spots part four. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I did see it coming. Amen. 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 Sometimes in relationships, because the heart gets involved, amen, we overlook a lot of things. Amen. Or we lose sight of things that are warning signs. In every relationship, we are all Blinded by something. Amen. All because our hearts are involved. You can overlook certain things about a person. I'm not, I'm going to be cool today. You, you can overlook some things about a person. Amen. Uh, you can overlook some things about a person. Amen. When your heart. Amen is involved. Uh, when it comes to blind spots, we have to realize that even if we didn't see it coming, tell your neighbor, we saw the warning signs. Tell your neighbor, we saw the warning signs. Like you knew he didn't have a job. You, you, you knew that. You, you, you knew he was still at community college trying to get himself together. Tell your neighbor he was in college getting himself together. Amen. Tell your neighbor I I can work with that. Amen. But then you realize he really went to college to get the money from the. You didn't figure that out out till later. Tell your neighbor there's a problem right there. Tell your neighbor he said he was going to college, but but I only I only saw him go one day, and I ain't never seen him go back to school. After that, see, there's some things that you overlook because your heart. Come on, help me, somebody. That old heart of yours. Amen. 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 Now, 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 here's the thing about blind spots. When we're driving on a road, even the world knows how to prepare us for blind spots because there are signs that says slippery road or the lane is about to close. It's about reading the signs. Tell your neighbor, you got to know how to recognize the signs. 
And when we ignore the signs, come on somebody, we are either going to end up in the ditch or we're going to end up in an accident. Do I have anybody? Do I have anybody here this morning who has had a relationship accident? Come on somebody, where where you thought, amen, that you could make it, but all of a sudden you ignored the signs. Now you're in a place of brokenness. Now you're in a place of regret. You're in a place, amen, of discouragement because, amen, you ignored the signs. Tell your neighbor, I did see it coming. We started off in Genesis, in the garden. And we saw that Satan is after the family. That's what we started off. Satan wants to destroy your home. He wants to destroy your marriage. Listen, let me tell you something. He doesn't even want you to get married. I already told you that. He wants you to move in. Amen. He wants you to get comfortable with your boo. Amen. And guess what? And ignore the things that needs to be done in order to cultivate and stay in covenant with God. Do I have anybody? You got to recognize Amen. That the enemy has not stopped his attack on the family. Watch this. He will do whatever it takes to destroy the family. To destroy your kids. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. I told you last week, amen, that there are a few things that you need to know. When when you fall into sin, when you fall into sin in your relationships, you got to know that, remember I told you last week, you didn't know it was going to feel that bad. When Adam and Eve sinned, they didn't know it was going to feel that bad because they were driven by what? Desire. And somebody here, amen, you're waking up every morning, amen, and, and guess what? It feels bad. It should feel good, but it's feeling bad because you're not doing it God's way. Amen. You didn't know that the goal was to get you to dis- to disobey God. You didn't know that you would blame others and God for why you are where you are. And some of us have ended up in places that we are blaming God, but tell your neighbor it wasn't God. Amen. How many of you know that the devil is out to deceive you? Let me say this. If we keep these principles... At the forefront of every relationship, of every relationship we can win. And after you've made up your mind that you're not going to be deceived by the devil. Come on. That you're not going to disobey God. That you're not going to blame others. But you're going to take responsibility for your relationships. I believe that you will win. Do I have anybody? Let me say this. You have to be cautious though. Because the next target after Satan gets you to move in together, after Satan gets you to disobey God, after Satan gets you to avoid responsibility, the next thing, if he can't get you, get you there, guess where he's going next? Sexual temptation. You hear what I'm saying to you? Tell your neighbor, sexual temptation. Tell your neighbor, we see it all day long. Everywhere we go, there's sexual images. And somebody's saying, well, what you been looking at? No, don't, don't size them up like that, baby. Listen, it's all over. Temptation 
But I'm talking specifically what? Sexual temptation. Amen. Now, sex is not a bad thing. Did you know that? Amen. <laughs> now, y'all got to keep focus on me, okay? Now, sex in the context of marriage is not a bad thing. Let me just say that. That way we can get it right. Amen. Married or not married. Amen. We're in a constant battle to fight off sexual desires. So don't tell me since you've been married, you didn't have any sexual desires for somebody else other than your spouse. But it's because you are in covenant and because you are in the care of God that you're able to have the self-control to fight off those temptations. Because how many of you know those, those temptations? Isn't that something? Sexual temptation is one of the strongest temptations there is. Amen. And a lot of us are fighting it. Oh, Lord. Now, don't be getting no fights in church now with your spouse. What you mean? You, <laughs> Come on, y'all. Stay together, y'all. Let's, we can do this. We can do this. Tell your neighbor we can do this. We can do this. Amen. David, a man after God's own heart. I'm going to say it one more time. David, a man after God's own heart. An humble servant started off in the, in the field as a shepherd boy. Amen. Anointed king, but not yet appointed. He was anointed king way when he was about 17 years old, 16 years old, right? David never knew where he was headed, but he knew there was something special about him. Like any of us, we start off our lives. We didn't know we're going we're, we're gonna to get involved in a relationship that was going to mess us up for the rest of our lives. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. We didn't know that our sexual drive, our sexual temptation would have brought us to a place where we saw all the signs, but we ignored the signs because we were driven by a desire for sex. You with me? Watch this now. Watch this. Watch this. I know we all holy and all that kind of stuff. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. He was courageous. He was a God-fearing man. Amen. He had multiple wives. All right? Because God authorized that, but he had a whole bunch of concubines. Them roundaway girls. Right? That's the concubines. All right? <laughs> now watch this. Now watch this. David spent eight years on the run. I'm trying to show you something. Eight years running from Saul. The man that he comforted was the very man that hated him. The man that he served in the palace before he became, he was already anointed, but there was something about him. But, but listen, Saul never recognized him until he killed Goliath. Watch this. He was in his castle, in his house, playing the violin, playing the harp, right? To soothe that evil spirit that was on him. But watch this. But Saul never knew who he was. See, that's how we use people. We use people for what we want. And you got to ask yourself a question. Are you being used? Single people. 
Are you being used for only what you what? 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 Huh? Are you being used? And I believe it's a conversation we need to have because watch this. Saul never recognized him until he did something amazing. And that is to kill the giants in his life. Watch this. Watch this. Sometimes people only want us because what we can do for them. You got to hear me on this. That's, that's all they want. That's, and when they're done with you, they don't give no care about you. But you know what? David loved Saul. Amen. Because he served him. But watch this. But after that, David now goes on the run. He played a crazy, right? He hid in the enemy's camp. Listen, Saul's hatred for him was so deep that he had to hide in the enemy's camp so that he would stay alive. Can I ask you a question? Are you hiding in the enemy's camp to stay alive? Amen. Because let me say something. Now, now I'm talking about Saul chasing him, but I'm talking about your sexual desires are chasing you. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Come on, say amen. Come on, give me something right there. Amen. Now, now some of us are doing good. Amen. Give yourself a hand if you're doing good as a single person. Keeping yourself pure. Amen. Keeping yourself, amen, dignified. Come on, somebody. Amen. Not not violating the covenant that God has. Amen. Not defiling your marriage bed. See, David, David was a man, watch this, after God's own heart. But but watch this. Here's the part that really gets me. After he gets into the palace, See, can I help somebody with something? Don't think that just because you're staying pure that there's not going to be a reward for that in the end. God is going to honor your purity. And don't let the world make you think that you're missing out Oh, come on and help me, will you? Don't th- don't let the world uh, somebody done tune me out. Watch this. Don't think that the don't think that the world has so much and you're missing so much because you're not involved. You're not with the clique. You're not with the crowd. You're not amen. You're not with the you know the shacking up and the you follow what I'm saying and and giving yourself away to every man or woman that you run into. I want to tell you something. There's honor in what you're doing. Tell your neighbor it's singles month. Amen. Listen to this. After all that David had been through, tell your neighbor, I believe that prosperity is one of the hardest things to handle. I believe after the struggle, amen, guess what happens to us? We get comfortable. We get comfortable. David in chapter 10, he had fought. They had won. Amen. All that you've been through to rebuild your life. From the last failed relationship. Amen. Watch this. From the season of distance, discouragement, depression, divorce. Watch this. And now here you are rebuilding yourself, but you got to be careful. 
You have to be careful after you have, watch this, after you have come back spiritually, after you made a comeback spiritually, and after you've developed strength and after you've been delivered from the hurt and from the pain of the past, that you don't become comfortable. And it can happen to married people too, y'all. Don't think you are exempt from it. It can happen to you. Don't drop your guards. This is why I believe that if a man, watch this, is running the streets, he has a chance where he's going to fall. But if he's serving God, come on somebody. If he's sold out for God, can I get an amen? It doesn't mean he won't have temptation, but sisters, I'm going to tell you something. He's going to know how to say no. Because he has the spirit of God and he's been trained by a godly man. That's the difference. Watch this, watch this, watch this. David was a strong man. He knew God. He knew God. Listen, if you read through the Psalms, you'll see how much he knew God. But there was a blind spot in his life that he was aware of but he did not address it. So there are four things I want to give you, and I'm going to sit down. I got 20 minutes. Watch this. I know she counts. Don't tell me how many minutes I got. Look at verse 11. I mean, chapter 11, verse 1. It says that it happened in the spring. Winter has gone. Amen. And he says it happened what? In the spring at the time, watch this now, when kings go out to battle. Sisters, I want to tell you something. If you know what, you got to know your husband's routine. Let me help the married folk right quick. And whenever he falls off his routine, tell your neighbor, you need to check that phone. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm playing. Come on. Lord Jesus, they're like, Pastor, now I ain't following you. Forget that. You shoot. You done, you done started some mess in my house. Change your password, boy. Now, watch this. And we got some, hey, look, and we got some Inspector Jet Gadget wise. They know how to, shh. come on, say amen, y'all. <laughs> Somebody said hallelujah. They know how to investigate everything. They want to, you can change the part password to your grandmama's birthday. She find out. <laughs> Amen. Oh, oh, Lord. It happened when, at, at the what? At the, the, here, here's the key word, time. When kings go out to battle. So the first thing you have to be aware of is this. Is this. Be sensitive to the seasons in your life. Young people don't know nothing about this. Nothing. Y'all just don't know nothing. Wet behind the ear. Don't know nothing. Watch this. You go through seasons in life. Let me help you. Let me help you. Let me see if I can bring it close home. Watch this. You like certain things at certain seasons. You with me? 
Amen. The winter time, amen. You you may like chocolate. You understand what I'm saying? But here comes the springtime, you want ice cream. All right? But in your life now, you have to be sensitive. The text says, this is what kings do. Men, this is what kings do. There's a king in all of us. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. And if you're not sensitive to your seasons as a man, come on, somebody. You can get blindsided when you should be hunting. Watch this. You playing video games. Come on, somebody. I did that for you. Watch this. 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 When you should be bowling, come on somebody, come on somebody, amen. You out, you out with people you ain't supposed to be out with. Seasons of gathering. That's what we call it. Congregating and fellowshipping and stuff like that with the wrong people. Ain't no church folk in that circle. Come on somebody. Ain't no reason to voice in that circle. You understand what I'm saying? So here's the thing. I believe that the reason we fall for sexual stuff is because we don't understand the season. Watch this. You got to know if this is your season of vulnerability. You you, got to know if this is the season of dissatisfaction. You got to know if this is the season, watch this, of doubt. And then here comes Slickster. Watch this. Baby, you all there. (laughs) <laughs> watch this, watch this, and, 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 and watch this, and he's telling you all the things. Come on, honey, come, come on, give God a hand clap, pray for that. Come on, yeah, I didn't even have to finish it. He didn't told you, I'm not, you know, baby, you, baby, you don't understand. But this season in your life, listen, look, can I share this with you? Here's a revelation. The enemy will not launch his attack in the wrong season. He will not launch his attack. He is strategic. He's watching you. He is observing you. Watch this every day. There's not a day that there's, do you know there's a court case every day going on about you? Oh, y'all ain't trying to hear me. Bible says that he goes and he accuses, watch this, the brethren day and night. He got day court and night court. And every time you hold that secret thought in your mind, he's like, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Watch this. Watch this. There's a season of building. There's a season for resting. There's a season for planning. There's a season to struggle. Watch out for them seasons of struggle. You have to go through. David went through all the seasons. And now he's in the season of resting. When he should have been working. Tell your neighbor, you can't change your own season. What you got to do? What you got to do? You got to go through your season because it's a natural thing that happens to men. At, watch this, ladies. Uh, let me leave that alone. Watch this. There are different seasons. Just like there's different seasons for women, there's different seasons for men. Stuff don't.
I'm going to put it like this. Our blood flow changes. It, it changes seasons. And, and, and the reason I'm saying this is because we think we can stay young for a long time. Yeah, he, he sh- listen, he young and he buck wild right now. But baby boo, let me help you with something. Keep on living. Keep on living, y'all. And he's like, not me, baby, not me. No, I ain't going to be me. I'm going to work out every day. All right. You do that. Amen. I'm going to leave that alone. Tell your neighbor seasons. But watch this now. Watch the text. Then David sent Joab. Now watch this. You, you, you know you're in trouble when you got to send your own boy to do something for you. You're a king, but you send a captain to do. Tell you, David, I'm a king. Brothers, I'm a king. Brothers, come on, brothers, come on. Tap it, tap it real quick. I'm a king. But you can't be hanging around captains. You can't be hanging around yes men that will do whatever you want them to do. Hide stuff from, wait till I come next week. Hide stuff for you. Amen. Drop you off at your girl house. Amen. Pick you up so your wife think you were really at work and that kind of stuff. Come on, that stuff is happening. In church. And church folk don't want to talk about it because guess what? Because we so holy. Come on, y'all. And you may be that girl that he dropping off to. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you suspect now. It says he sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel. In other words, David relieved himself of his protection. You know why? Because he was plotting something secretly in his heart. See, when men don't want to be held accountable, they remove anything that looks like accountability. That's why they're not in church. That's why they won't come around a man like me. Man like me, you're going to tell him to sit down. Get that right. You seeing it? But watch this. Here's my next point. Come on and help me. Come on and help me. Come on and help me. What is it? When you're what? I put an S on the end because guess what? When you stop being interested in taking care of home. Come on, talking about you got to work. You got to provide. You got to do all this stuff. David, you should have been out there with your men. Men need leadership. They don't need to be led by a captain. They need to be led by a king. 
That's the first time I ever walked around the church. I said, Lord, do something today. I said, let me walk. Shoot, I walked all the way in the back. Lord, help me. <laughs> I must be feeling this. <laughs> Tell you, David, something wasn't right. His interest changed. He was a man of worship. He was a man of praise, y'all. Whenever your man don't want to come back to church, boo-boo, you in trouble. You beating him to church. You talk about, well, he got to work and you're making all kinds of excuses for him. He got to work and he got to do. Baby, let me tell you something. If he working, he ain't learning. And he'll never learn how to treat you like a woman. Never. Because one thing I can guarantee, come around me, I'm going to show him what to do. I ain't going to tell him what to do, but I'm going to exemplify what to do. A man needs an example. And a lot of our men today, you can't find no good man because they ain't got no example. Because someone stole. Let me see. Y'all didn't do it right. Someone stole. All right, let's go to the next point. Let me say this. He removed all the people around him who would hold him accountable. Fix my mic. Something going on with my mic. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Can I say something to you? Let me tell you why his interests change. Watch this. Grammatically, watch this. This wasn't the first time he's seen Bathsheba. Watch this. Now, you know like I know. Where you live, you go outside, you see your next yard. That wasn't the first time. The text just gives us the account then. But watch, he would plot. His interest changed, boys. Good boy. Suit. And what he was waiting for was opportunity. Watch this. You know why he was waiting for opportunity? Because it was in the springtime when they would go out to war and all the men would leave their women at home. And watch this. David said, good opportunity. Good opportunity. His interest was not protecting Israel. His interest was his own. His own desire, that lust, that secretness in his heart. Watch this. He's sitting there on the balcony looking next door. In the apartment I'm talking about. (laughs) And watch this. Watch this. He come down. Every time, he times them. You were ready at work. He ta- oh, he goes, oh, can I help you carry me? Ask me how I know. I don't know nothing about that. Shoot, I'm sure. I'm just telling you, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. He's timing his stuff. You went to work. Right? He knows she's a nurse. She's going to get home around a certain time. Guess what he do? He go downstairs acting like he finna go somewhere. And they start talking. Hey, how you doing today? Oh, I'm good. You know, zip, zip, zip. When, when King 
kings go out to battle, where is he at? Plotting. His interest has changed. Watch this. He's no longer interested in glorifying God. He's interested in gratifying himself. Boy, we taping this? All right, watch this. Watch this. Let me get the next one. Now, you know what I found out? It's interesting that her name is Bathsheba. Her name has bath somewhere in there. Bed, bath, and body. Watch this. But when David saw her next week, watch this. She was taking a bath. So she lived up to her name. She could have been the bath model. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Y'all missed it. Y'all whoo, catch it on 288. There it is. I see it. Oh, man. Y'all missed it. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. What David was doing was setting the stage for seduction. As long as he didn't get caught. So he removed all the people around him, right? So he could be wide open to do what he... This is my house. You ain't paid a day of rent. And how is it that women today, let me, can, can I just say something? What's wrong with y'all? How are you going to pay rent and he sleep all day? And then he want to high cap, this is my place. This is my car. And he dropping you off to work in your car that you're paying for. What is wrong? Do you need some encouragement? You're beautiful. You're worth something. Let me just tell you. I know maybe your daddy didn't tip, but I'm telling you right now. Come on, you don't have to settle for that mess. What is wrong? Come on, y'all. He's spending your money eating cereal and on Facebook on the phone that you pay for. Talking about I got a felony. I, I can't get no job. Let's go on. I know I ain't got no more minutes. Watch this. Watch what he said. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's finish, let's finish, let's finish. I got one minute, watch this. And, and they destroyed the sons of what? Ammon and beseeched Rahab. Now watch this. They went without their king and they won, right? But watch my next point, watch this. Do I need to say anything else? I don't think I need to say anything else. Watch this. His men are winning the war, but he's in what? You know what he's doing? Plotting. David is plotting, man. Jet men. Be careful that all you want to do is be by yourself all the time. That's a dangerous thing. Leave me alone. Oh, shoot. All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. You got to be careful of that. All right? My last point. Let me sit down. Let me watch this. Next thing. It says, watch what it says right there at the end of the verse. It says, but David, Lord Jesus, stayed in Jerusalem. Last point. Be careful 
that you're not out of the locational will of God. When you're out of the locale where God wants you, you open to everything. You start exploring with other stuff. You start saying, well, it's okay, I don't see nothing wrong with that. But when you're out of the locational will of God, you're out of his protection. And somebody here this morning, I want to tell you something. The geographical will of God is where you need to be. You're fighting where God wants you. But guess what? You got to stop and say, now I need to get back where God wants me. A lot of things happen when we're out of the locational will of God. Listen, listen, listen. You're prone to just about anything. You're open for just about anything. I'm talking about alternative lifestyles. Come on, let me talk about it. Amen. Going to clubs so you ain't supposed to be in. I'm not talking about these clubs. I'm talking about them other clubs, right? You, you, you follow where I'm going with this? Amen. Because you're out of what? As a matter of fact, you accept everything as we cool. We can coexist. But that's not for you. Maybe you've been ta- maybe you've taken yourself out of the will of God. And let me say this, and seduction is around the corner. As I close today, a businessman was on a diet, and he experienced a craving for donuts. He drove to the donut shop, and what he did was he kept circling around the donut shop. He prayed, Lord, I know I don't want, I know you don't want me to have donuts. I know that's not your will. Amen. But I do need you to confirm this. So after driving around, amen, about eight times, amen, he said, Lord, if there's no parking space at this donut shop, I'm going to drive around the block, and if no parking space come open, that will be my confirmation. After he drove around eight more times, come on, somebody, come on, somebody, a spot became available and his desire gave birth to his behavior and his behavior is sin. See what we do? 16 times he drove around it and he wrapped up his desire in God talk. I close here. By saying this, for real. Tell your neighbor. I seen it coming. Give God a hand clap of prayer.